Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Staycation Summer Series, an exploration of New Brunswick. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And each week this summer, we're inviting a new guest to the show to share their love for this province. We have picked some of the best local ambassadors from around the province to tell you what to see and do, where to stay and eat, and just what there is to love about their community. So today we have someone well known for her travel tips and New Brunswick pride. Bathurst Jenna McDonald is the blogger behind There's a Shoe for That. Welcome to the Pickle Planet Staycation Summer Series, Jenna. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited because you are one of my like go-to people when it comes to what to do in New Brunswick in general. And I finally actually made it to your part of New Brunswick last summer and was just in love. So I think we should kind of just start there and explain to people what part of the province you're going to talk about. Sure. So I am going to talk about the northeast part of the province and where I am today is in Bathurst. Um, I'm in the Shalor region and originally from Beldoon. So some of what I'm going to talk about today is definitely going to be Beldoon focused because you can't come on and talk about where to go in northern New Brunswick without talking about your hometown if you're from here. And being only 20 minutes outside of Bathurst, um, it's a great little part of the world that is vastly unexplored and so, so beautiful that so many people really just need to learn about it. Awesome. I'm really excited about that. Um, now, how far is Bathurst in the Shiloh region from Moncton? Um, so we're two hours from Moncton, uh, 45 minutes north of Miramichi. So it's a really nice drive. Um, even when you get to Miramichi, a nice option is actually to turn off and drive through the Acadian Peninsula to arrive in Bathurst. That gives you an incredibly scenic drive all along that route. You go through Trackety, you can make your way up to Karaket, and then drive all along the Acadian Trail um, to arrive in Bathurst. So that is a little bit of a, a detour, so to speak, but it's certainly worth the view. That is on my to-do list for sure, because last year when we drove, we were on our way back from Quebec, and so we did Bathurst down to Miramichi to come back to Moncton. And we didn't quite get to do all of that side peninsula part that I was really, really hoping to do. So that is definitely on my list for this summer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really a beautiful drive. So what are some of the, you know, the, the must-see spots for you? Well, in this area, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the beaches. Um, I know that there are beautiful beaches all over the province, but here in northern New Brunswick, I think we offer a really large variety. So in Yahal Beach here in Bathurst, there's all kinds of sandbars that you can play on um, and just walk for kilometers along that beach um, at the low tide. And even at the high tide, the water's only you know, about six inches deep or so. So it's really a fun place to explore, collect sea glass, uh, do all kinds of things there. And of course, it's part of a, a park. So there's actually a playground, picnic tables and facilities there for families to be able to use. Then as you move along the coast, the coastline changes dramatically. So once you get to areas like Beresford, Nigadu, Petit Rocher, Pointe Velt, um, it's a lot rockier, but that just means that there's more sea glass for those of you that are searching for sea glass. 
And then when you get to Beldoon, um, that is kind of my beach of choice because it's the beach I grew up on. Um, and you get a really big mixture there. So you have some rock walls where you can actually look for fossils as well as sandy beaches. So it's really a nice variety all along the coast that you can have. Um, second to the beaches, I have to talk about the rivers. Uh, in northern New Brunswick, we have some of the most famous uh, salmon fishing rivers in the world, actually. So presidents of the United States, et cetera, uh, fly here specifically to fish the Restigush, Nipisquit, and Miramichi rivers. And on those rivers, um, you can find Pabano Falls. So Pabano Falls is part of Pabano First Nation. Just outside of Bathurst, it's about a 10-minute drive, and it's absolutely stunning. There are hiking trails um, that are actually, actually, you can hike all the way to Mount Carlton. So there's a Mi'kmaq Trail that was completed recently, and I think it's a four-day hike, but it's, uh, it's absolutely stunning, beautiful place to go, and similar there's plateaus on the rocks and you can have a picnic and whatnot. And it's just a really, really gorgeous place to go. I should mention that if you forget to pack a picnic, the Pabano Falls area has a seafood takeout that is absolutely fabulous. Um, the portion sizes are like family sizes, um, but I buy an individual size because it's, it's that good <laughs> that I don't want to share it. So it is really really worth the stop um when you go to Pabano Falls like that that already sounds like just the perfect trip like falls hiking seafood beaches yep in done I know yeah. it's like a one-stop shop it's incredible and only two hours away which is unbelievable so I want to know because I'm a bit of a history buff is there any cool like historical facts about the Bathurst region that people should know well, I guess the main thing would be for me to warn you or I guess put you on the lookout for the phantom ship that happens to be in the Bay of Shalor. So at night, watch for that burning ship. And, you know, it's kind of a, a myth or a fantasy, if you will, that exists here in the Shalor region of the phantom ship that's still burning in the Bay of Shalor. So that would be one of the uh, historical or mythical things that's well known in the area. But you haven't seen it yourself. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now I definitely have to go. <laughs> yeah, you are so talking Tasha's language right now. <laughs> when someone comes to visit you, Jenna, what is like the first place? What is always like your top destination? My top destination is always the beaches, actually. Um, so we always go there. Um, if it is kind of a rainy day, because, you know, rain happens everywhere, um, we will often go to the Big D drive-in. So here in the area, we have this restaurant that is a drive-in style restaurant where you are still served in your car. Um, they're not on, people are not on roller skates anymore, <laughs> but it is in fact kind of an authentic drive-in style restaurant um, that serves something called the Danny Burger, which is famous in our area. It has been an icon for over 50 years now. Um, so that is something that I, I take people to do, especially if it's kind of a rainy day and you want to just sit in your car and not have to explore out and whatnot. And that's the one, like, it's got, like, a like an A-frame kind of style to the front, doesn't it? That's correct, yes. Yeah. Yes, I noticed that driving, that we didn't get to stop, but I noticed it when we were going by. I was like, 
oh my goodness, it's like we've gone back in time. It just <laughs> yeah. the look of it is just like, yes, you can see why that would be on the list for sure. Yeah, it's kind of the eating equivalent of going to a drive-in theater. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's really cool. Okay, now where would you take people to stay? Like to sleep over? Yeah, for sure. Um, so my favorite place in the area to stay is actually at a hotel. So my favorite is the Atlantic Coast Hotel um, for a couple of reasons. One, it's quite nice. Um, two, it's right next to the highway. So it offers really good connectability if you're traveling by air or by road um, to get to everything. And the other reason is they make the absolute best breakfast. <laughs> so you can't beat a hotel that makes the best breakfast and at extremely affordable prices. So if you're traveling with a full family, you can eat breakfast at that restaurant and not cost you an arm and a leg at all. Um, your entire breakfast might be like $30 or something and it's top, top quality. Uh, so that is my go-to spot. However, I have to tell you that there are cottages all along the shore for rent. Um, one place in particular that's quite nice is the Motel Acadien in Tiroche. It's called a motel, but there's actually a lot of cottages there that you can rent um, and stay right on the shore. Another spot as well is a place called Jit Toute Saison, and that's in Greenpoint or Pointe Velt. Um, and that's a bed and breakfast style place. So that's a really nice um, kind of staycation getaway as a couple. It's a little more quiet. Um, they make the best seafood omelet there. And it's, it's right on the beach. So you can kind of explore while in this really quaint atmosphere. To go back to the hotel you were talking about, uh, you gave me that recommendation last year. And we stayed <laughs> yes. there. And my children have not stopped talking about it it is their favorite pool yeah that we've ever been at they absolutely loved that hotel pool and it's the only pool I think that one of my sons has ever gone in the deep end of because he just yeah. loved it yeah and it was it was everything about the hotel was a fantastic choice for a family yeah they do an excellent job like what's happening with this pool does it have a slide <laughs> no <laughs> Really? No, it doesn't it's actually. So no. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, I don't know what it was. There was just some kind of magic in the air. I don't know. It was just like the right temperature, the right shape. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was just the whatever's in the air and bathers kind of thing. <laughs> it was a magical visit, that is for sure. We have we have that effect on people, you know, <laughs> bring out the best. <laughs> awesome. I love that. Um, okay, so what Jenna, we said it in your introduction that you're very proud New Brunswicker. What makes you yeah. so proud to be a New Brunswicker? I guess like I kind of live and breathe everything about New Brunswick every day. So in my professional life, I work for the Port of Baldoon. So I have spent my professional career um, traveling and promoting Northern New Brunswick as the place to do business and the place to enter Canada as a gateway point to the world. So it's been kind of an honor for me to be able to explain and be the person that introduces New Brunswick to so many people. And that has really given me kind of a new perspective on where I'm from. You know, whenever you're from a small town anywhere, you don't typically think about it as a tourist destination or the best place to do business or a gateway to North America. But then whenever you live, work, and I guess play there, um, 
and get to talk about it all the time, you really develop this passion for it. And for me, it's all about being able to help people in the area, being able to be part of providing jobs for people in the area. And then also just talking about how it's such a wonderful place to live because it is. It's fantastic. I love listening to you talk about New Brunswick, especially about your region, because I think you're right that it's an area that even those of us who live in the province don't appreciate for what it does economically for the province as well as the natural beauty of the area. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a really rich history and natural resources in the north for sure. Um, manufacturing especially makes up almost the entire of the jobs um, in northern New Brunswick. And yeah, it's I never realized that that was different until I traveled to my husband's hometown and I was like, where are the like factories or where, like, where's everything? Like where, like, where does, where does anybody work? Um, so like the, the services industry was kind of a new thing for me because I'm used to growing up where people work at a mill or they work at a sawmill or they work at a wood pellet plant or they work at NB power or they work for a, a a mining company or something like that. So it, it wasn't really normal for me to visit somewhere that was like, oh, well, everybody works in like a restaurant or a hotel or, um, you know, in the service industry, which I, I was almost amazed. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. And, and, you know, vice versa for him. He was like, why does everybody have like a skidoo? Yeah. <laughs> and a big truck. <laughs> and, but, you know, whenever you live in an area of the world where there, you know, the cost of living is fairly low and people have been used to these jobs that pay fairly well, it's quite normal for people to own a skidoo as an example. So, you know, that kind of is just a really a normal, normal thing in our area that is what people typically think about is the industry. That being said, you know, there's tons and tons of trails, restaurants, um, scenery, like things to do that people don't always think about because they're thinking about that industry that supports a lot of what we as New Brunswickers do in the entire province. Perfect. If you're day tripping with your kids, yeah. where like, is there a lot of parks around? Like, is there a specific park that you guys tend to go to more than others? Uh, like playgrounds? Yeah. Yeah, there's one playground in particular that we go to um, on purpose because of the ice cream store that's next to it. And that's kind of my choice, <laughs> but it's um, a playground that's across the street from an ice cream store called Bon Ami Letier. It's in Dalhousie. It's also right next to a lighthouse and a beach and a campground and a swimming pool. So it's a really, really awesome uh, playground that they have there. Uh, we also tend to go to the playground that's at Yohal Beach, and we go to one in, in uh, Pitirache that's called Parc de la Plage. So it means playground at the beach. And again, it is right next to a beach as well. So you kind of get the best of both worlds by being able to play on the playgrounds and explore the beach at the same time. We went to the one at, how do you say this? Yohal? Yohal? <laughs> yeah, Yohal. Y'all, yeah. the whole time I was there last year, I'm like, I I'm not going to say this, right? Even <laughs> listening to you say it, I'm still stumbling over it. Um, okay. But yeah, that, the beach was fabulous. And then, yeah, one of our kids was, you know, 
getting antsy and we walked along the trail and then like discovered the playground, which I did know was there. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those like the ship style play exactly. structure. It was fantastic. It was like, and it just like all of a sudden there's this little opening in the trees. There it is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I find it really fantastic for kids that are kind of like four to seven, maybe it's the perfect imagination playground because it's shaped, like you mentioned, like a large ship. So it's kind of the perfect place to be able to explore, pretend that you are the pirate on the ship and you need to go get something or whatever. Um, my son had a blast there last year kind of pretending and searching for items on the map that's there and whatnot. So it's, it's a really good imagination playground. Fantastic. So before we wrap up with you today, I want to talk more about your travel blog. Can you tell people where to find you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find my blog at there's a shoe for that.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at there's a shoe for that. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think some of those playgrounds you mentioned have some nice profiles on your website. They absolutely do. Yes. So there is a playground section there. If you look, if you look it up and there are several playgrounds in Northern New Brunswick um, and a few elsewhere that are featured and kind of give you an idea of what amenities are at those playgrounds and what you can expect when you visit. Oh, I like that. A nice reference point is fantastic. Yes. And we have to give you a little shout out and a thanks, Jenna, because uh, you didn't realize it at first, but you were kind of the inspiration behind this whole series for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because, wow. <laughs> well, because you used to do something called Hometown Hostess. Yes. which was exactly that idea of like finding someone in a local community to give you the lowdown on all the best places. And so when we were coming up with this idea for the summer, I was like, it, we need to do what Jenna did. So yeah. thank you for that. Oh, absolutely. My <laughs> pleasure. I've had so much fun doing that series and it was really fun to interview and kind of get the local perception of people in different communities across Canada that we'd not necessarily think about to tell us about the Jacket River gorges of the world or these little hidden gems that are not um, known to everybody. Jacket River Gorge, huh? What's, mm. <laughs> what is this? See? See, I hooked you in. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Like, Tell me a little bit more before we go. <laughs> uh, so the Jacket River Gorge is in Beldoon. It's near the snowmobile lodge, but it's best to go there in the summer or the fall. In the fall, it's absolutely stunning with all of the fall foliage. Um, but in the summer, it's equally beautiful. And it is, you overlook this huge, huge gorge that you have no idea is really even going to be there until you just walk over and out of the trees comes this beautiful landscape that some people in Atlantic Canada think they ha would have to travel to, you know, Alberta and Banff area to see where in fact we have those kind of views right here. So it's, it's pretty neat. It's a beautiful view. I know my bucket list has just grown immensely today. Thank you. <laughs> it really sounds like my kind of area up there for sure. Yeah. I think you're going to have fun when you go there, Tosh. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can tell you all the, the good local breweries to go visit and all that kind of stuff. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. We really appreciate you uh, helping out anybody that's listening and bringing them into the Bathurst area. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of our Staycation Summer Series. 
We have new episodes each Friday through summer 2020. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss any. Have a hidden gem or favorite New Brunswick spot you'd love to share with our audience? Let us know. Head to Pickle Planet Moncton's website to send us an email or find all our social channels. The Pickle Planet Podcast Staycation Summer Series is produced at the Podcast Hub. Check us out if you want to make your podcast dreams a reality.